Hey, welcome to Following the Truth. I'm Gary Zimak. Today is Thursday, May the 20th. It's so great to be back with you here again as we count down the days until Pentecost Sunday, just a couple of days away from celebrating when the Holy Spirit first descended upon the church. We'll talk a little bit about that today. I wanted to let you know right at the start here a couple of things. Number one, I will be uh, on Relevant Radio tomorrow morning, Friday morning at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time, talking about dealing with unexpected change. This is part two of a series that we began last week on the Morning Air Show. Um, And uh, we got so many calls, people dealing with asking about dealing with unexpected change, such as a cancer diagnosis or a job loss or any other number of difficult twists and turns that sometimes uh, we encounter in life. Uh, We get so many good comments about it and so many callers that John Harper and I are going to address it again on tomorrow's show. That's on Relevant Radio on Morning Air at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. I hope you'll be able to check check that out if if you're able. The other piece of news is I am not going to be doing a podcast tomorrow. Uh, The reason is that I am finally, and I'm so excited about this, traveling again. I'm headed out to Whitewater, Wisconsin to speak at St. Patrick's Parish on Saturday. I'm going to be giving a talk about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So as a result, I'm not going to do a podcast tomorrow on the program. So don't miss me if I'm not there, if I'm not here, which I won't be here, but... um, I would like if you want to if you want to some talk about the Holy Spirit, I would invite you to listen to my weekly show, which is the Gary Zimak show. That podcast should be available tomorrow morning sometime, and you get that at the the same podcast service where you get this. It uh, it focuses on the Sunday mass readings. Obviously, Sunday being Pentecost, we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit. So, if you need a little fix of me, uh, you might just be glad you get a break. But if you want to, if you want to hear some of me, check out the Gary Zimak show this week uh, as I talk about Pentecost Sunday. But the the plan is, I will be back on the air, God willing, on Monday with another. We begin another week of following the truth as we launch back into ordinary time. And we're going to be in ordinary time right up until the Advent season, which is pretty hard to think about, isn't it? the advent already but look let's take her one day at a time let's keep um focusing on the lord right now we're still saying hallelujah because we are in the easter season that's going to change as of sunday so after pentecost the church shifts back into ordinary time and um so we're going to see a little bit of a change in the readings the mass readings too so stay tuned for more information about that all right let's pray ready to pray let's pray let's turn to our father in heaven And let's ask him for what we need, and I'm going to especially ask him to give me the words so that the message I can deliver, that I deliver to you today is not my message, but his message. That's what I want to do. I want to deliver the Father's message to you, so I'm going to ask him to help me. So if you join me, let's begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father in heaven, thank you so much for this great privilege to be able to address you in prayer right now. Father, before... I even get to asking you for anything. I just want to praise you and I want to thank you. And I want to say that you are all powerful and it's unbelievable to be in your presence because of your power, because of your love, because of your complete control of our lives, of the world, of the universe. Father, we thank you for letting us be able to be in your presence and speak with you right now. We thank you, Father for creating us, for creating us as eternal creatures. 
Our lives will not end when they are over on this earth. And we believe that through faith. We believe that once a soul is created, that soul will live forever. So we will not die when we when our earthly body dies on earth. We'll just transition to another home. And Father, we look forward to that day when we can live with you forever in heaven. Once our life on earth is over, we thank you for creating us for that reason, so that we could live eternally with you in heaven. Father, we lift up our needs. Whatever we need today, please provide, both spiritual and material. Father, we lift up our family, our friends, all of our concerns. We pray that we can break free from sin, the desire to sin, and have a greater desire to do your will at all times. Father, we thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the gift of Jesus. And we pray that they can become more real to us. We pray that you can become more real to us as well, so that we're totally aware of your presence, no matter what's going on around us. Father, please bring peace to the world. We pray for all those who are sick. We pray for all those who are struggling in any way, mental illness, addiction, any other difficulties. We pray, Father, for all of those who have asked for our prayers or for whom we said we would pray. And finally, Father, I ask you, I ask you to give me the words to speak on this program. Please guide my thoughts and my words for the next 30 minutes. And also, please open all of our minds and our hearts to be receptive to whatever it is that you have to say to us. Father, I ask this in the name of Jesus, your Son. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, so thank you so much for being with me. My name is Gary Zimak. Thank you for praying with me. The name of the show is Following the Truth. It's always great to be able to hang out with you and to have this conversation with you every day, Monday through Friday. And, uh, you know, as, as I said at the beginning of the show, just a reminder that I'm going to take the day off tomorrow because of, because of my travel schedule and I had a bunch of other things to get done in preparation for my trip. I wasn't able to pre-record a show for tomorrow. So there will be no podcast tomorrow, but check out the the weekly uh, podcast of the Gary Zimak Show if you want to hear my thoughts on the Sunday Mass readings. And it's a big day on Sunday. It's Pentecost Sunday, and I plan to be back here with you on Monday. So I, I'm going to tell you now, I hope you have a great weekend. Don't lose sight of the power of Pentecost. It's very easy to look at it as something, and we've been we've been chatting about it this week on the show. It, it's, it's very easy to lose sight of the power of the Holy Spirit and to look at this Pentecost as an event that happened 2,000 years ago, and that really isn't all that relevant today. It is incredibly relevant, because not only did the Holy Spirit come upon the church, descend upon the church, and remain with the church today and guide the church— but the Holy Spirit has come to each one of us who have been baptized as well. Once we're baptized, we receive the Holy Spirit. And then when we are confirmed, if you're Catholic, we believe that that is a further 
strengthening of the power of the Holy Spirit. So through baptism and confirmation, you have the full power of the Holy Spirit available to you. But that doesn't mean that that power of the Holy Spirit is always working. That requires some cooperation on on our part. We have to say, come Holy Spirit, I invite you to work in my life, and then cooperate with the Holy Spirit in doing what we do to produce His the, His fruit. I mean, the Holy Spirit's going to produce fruit in us, but that is only with our cooperation. So we can block the Holy Spirit. We do it unintentionally so many times. The fruits of the Holy Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You know, you go that through that list of the nine fruits... And you realize, at least I realize, that in my life, those fruits are evident sometimes, but sometimes they're not. And sometimes they're not evident as strong as they should be. And that's, that shows that we need to do more work, mainly in cooperating with the Holy Spirit. You, you, you're not going to produce any of those fruits for an extended period of time, uh, with any degree of, um, what's the word I'm looking for, to any noticeable degree. You're not going to produce any of those fruits without the help of the Holy Spirit. Sure, you could try to strong arm your way through it, but that's only going to get you so far. So it's important for us to learn to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. It is not easy because it's just like, uh, and I've given this analogy before, it's just like when the GPS on your car is telling you to make a turn and you don't really want to do it, you're going, you're going to fight the GPS. But the GPS is, is uh, it, it's, it's less harmful to ignore the GPS on your car than it is to ignore the Holy Spirit. But if the Holy Spirit is telling you, and you're going to see an example of this in the first reading today, of Paul being told by the Spirit to go to Rome, it would be very easy for him or for us to ignore what the Holy Spirit is saying. But then when you're doing that, you're essentially taking yourself out of God's will. I'm not saying it's it's necessarily a sin, but it's really, you know, we're not, we can easily, because of fear, because of just the fact that we don't want to do something, we cannot live up to the potential that God has for us. He's got a lot of potential for us, and he, he asks us to do certain things because he knows that's where we could excel. And, you know, there are certain tasks that, we have to cooperate with maybe getting a new job, maybe teaching religious education at your church, maybe volunteering for some ministry work, you know, or some charitable, um, some charitable endeavor. But there's an element of cooperation there. I've got to cooperate with that. And I am able to refuse, just like I'm able to say to the GPS, no, I don't want to turn here. So that's important for us, I think, to recognize when we um, w- w- to recognize when we focus on the Holy Spirit, especially during the Pentecost, uh, the solemnity of the Pe- of Pentecost this Sunday, to recognize that we have some uh, responsibility in the process of the Holy Spirit working in us. So again, we could turn the Holy Spirit down. But if we don't do that, if we cooperate with the Holy Spirit, we're going to see God do all kinds 
of great things through us. Again, but it, it requires our cooperation. So, so give it a try. Invite the Holy Spirit to work in your life. Invite the Holy Spirit to come to work, to go to work in your life, and then cooperate. Do whatever you feel the Holy Spirit is telling you to do, okay? Um, but anyway, no show tomorrow, so I hope you have a fantastic weekend. But hey, we do have a show today. Why don't we talk about it before I do that? Followingthetruth.com is my website if you want to find out more about me. If you want to bring me to your parish to speak, you know, now's a really good time to set up your Give Up Worry for Lent Parish Missions for 2022. I'm pretty open right now, so you might want to think about that. Give Up Worry for Lent, either a talk or a parish mission. Right now's the time to do that. Um, Okay, let's see. Uh, Followingthetruth.com is the place to go. Let's look at the first reading from today's Mass. And we are, we're winding... We're drawing to a close with the Acts of the Apostles. And then, uh, as I said, beginning next week, beginning on Monday, the readings will shift as we go back into ordinary time. So beginning on Monday, which is what, the 24th, we are going to go back into ordinary time. And um, I'm looking ahead, and again, the readings are going to shift we're going to have on Monday a memorial of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of the Church. Now, that's a new memorial. And then on Tuesday, we have a couple saint feast days that we will be celebrating. These are optional memorials. But the first reading will go to the book of Sirach, and then the gospel is from Mark. So again, we're kind of like picking up in ordinary time, sort of where we left off pre-Lent. That's hard to imagine, right? But today, the first reading is from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 22, beginning in verse 30. Wishing to determine the truth about why Paul was being accused by the Jews. So again, you see an example of Paul, a guy who repeatedly followed the lead of the Holy Spirit when it was absolutely not easy for him to do so. It was not easy at all for Paul to follow the lead of the Holy Spirit, but he did because He thought that that's what God wanted him to do, but it wasn't easy for him. The commander freed him and ordered the chief priest and the whole Sanhedrin to convene. Then he brought Paul down and made him stand before them. Paul was aware that some were Sadducees and some Pharisees, so he called out before the Sanhedrin, My brothers, I am a Pharisee, the son of Pharisees. I am on trial for hope in the resurrection of the dead. When he said this, A dispute broke out between the Pharisees and Sadducees, and the group became divided. For the Sadducees say that there is no resurrection or angels or spirits, while the the Pharisees acknowledge all three. A great uproar occurred, and some scribes belonging to the Pharisee party stood up and sharply argued, We find nothing wrong with this man. Suppose a spirit or an angel has spoken to him. The dispute was so serious that the commander, afraid that Paul would be torn to pieces by them, ordered his troops to go down and rescue Paul from their midst and take him into the compound. The following night, the Lord stood by him and said, Take courage, for just as you have borne witness to my cause in Jerusalem, so you also must bear witness in Rome. And um, what we're seeing is Paul go to the place where he would ultimately lose his life. He would ultimately, at one point, become a martyr in in Rome. 
But he was doing what the Lord said. He was following the the advice the Lord had given him. The Lord had a certain mission for him. Paul didn't hold back. He, Once he encountered Christ, he really accepted Jesus as his Lord, as his master, and he did whatever Jesus asked him to do. And, and, and essentially, look, we are all called to do the same thing. We are called to give up our lives for Christ, maybe not necessarily to give them up in a literal sense, but once we accept, once we be, you know, it's, it's really hard for many of us who are baptized as infants because some of us, like me, I was technically a Christian and had received the Holy Spirit in all of his fullness, but I had not I had not accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I had not said, okay, I'm in. You know, and I was really just going through the motions. And it, it's hard for some of us who have who have done the same thing. But we all need to get to that point where we make that decision. I'm either for Christ or I'm not for Christ. You know, and look, for a lot of years I was sort of partially in, in only when I felt like being in, when it comes to Christianity. I really was lukewarm. I played it safe. I wanted a comfortable Christianity, which there really is no such thing. The Lord definitely gives you some breaks in between, but when we we give our lives to the Lord, if we give our lives to the Lord, he really expects us to follow him. He really expects us to follow him and and do whatever he tells us. You know, the last the last recorded words of the Blessed Mother in John's Gospel, chapter two, are just that: do whatever he tells you. And in Paul's case, that's exactly what he's doing. What is Jesus telling you to do today that you may not be doing? I mean, and and this is something I have to look at. Because there are times when I know I should be doing something and I don't really feel like doing it. Sometimes I come through and I do whatever I feel the Lord's calling me to do even though I don't want to. And sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'll put it off. You know, I I know I really should do this, whatever this is. And then oftentimes I forget. So this is where it's. I, I think it's critical for us to to really renew our relationship with the Holy Spirit. The the Pentecost is good because you could do this any day. But there's something special about the Solemnity of Pentecost because there's a lot of focus on the Holy Spirit. You're going to hear preaching about the Holy Spirit. You're going to see the readings are all about the Holy Spirit, and you're going to see the emphasis placed on the Holy Spirit. And that's that's really a good thing. That is really a good thing for us to do that. And, you know, I'm I'm getting an idea. I always I always ask the Lord to give me some ideas when I when I do this show. And um and I and I try to follow the lead of the Holy Spirit. So I mentioned I did my weekly podcast. I got a little extra time here. I'm looking at the at the clock right now. Um on my podcast, I chose certain readings. My podcast for Pentecost Sunday, I should say. I should be a little more clear with this. I chose, there were, there were a few different options for readings. And I chose a certain one, but there's some other readings that were not covered on my podcast. 
So I, I think what I'm going to do right now is look at some of these readings for Pentecost Sunday, just a couple, that I didn't cover on my weekly podcast. So I think now's a good time to do them. The gospel, one of the gospels that can be used is from John chapter 15, beginning in verse 26. Let's, let's listen to this about what happens when the Holy Spirit comes to us and the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said to his disciples, when the advocate comes, and that's the Holy Spirit, whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of truth that proceeds from the Father, he will testify to me. And you also testify because you have been with me from the beginning. I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the Spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. So this is, and these are, these are the words right from the lips of Jesus. He's saying that when the Holy Spirit comes, and remember, if you've been baptized and confirmed, you got the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine for this reason. I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. So, you know, Jesus ascended into heaven, but he didn't leave us orphans. He sent us his spirit. He sent us his spirit to dwell among us. To dwell in us, I should say, not necessarily among us, even in us, and guide us. This is the very spirit who guided Jesus. You know, that's pretty amazing, don't you think? So let's uh, let's look at the second reading. Again, another Holy Spirit reading that I did not choose to read on my weekly show. This is a reading from the first letter of St. Paul to Corinthians, chapter 12, beginning in verse 3. Brothers and sisters, no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Now, obviously, you can say the words Jesus is Lord, but what Paul is getting at is that we can't acknowledge and surrender to Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior. We don't feel it unless the Holy Spirit enables us to accept him as Lord. So if you are able to accept Jesus as Lord, meaning Master, he's the boss, he rules over every area of your life, that is only possible through the Holy Spirit. Paul goes on to say there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different forms of service, but the same Lord. There are different workings, but the same God who produces all of them in everyone. To each individual, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for some benefit. As a body is one, though it has many parts, and also and all the parts of the body, though many are one body, so also Christ. For in one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, where Jew, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves or free persons, and we are, were all given to drink of one Spirit." You and I, we have been given different manifestations or different workings of the Holy Spirit. I go out and I speak, I write, I do this radio program, I do other radio programs. I, I am able to utilize the skills, the gifts that the Lord has given me, possibly in a different way than you can. You may have, we may share some of these, these manifestations of the Spirit we might have them in common, but we also might have different ones. We're all unique. We all have a role to play in building up the body of Christ, the church. 
So if you don't know what your your role is, pray about it. And then let the let the Lord and, and volunteer yourself. Say, Holy Spirit, I want you to use me. Please inspire me. Let me know what role I play in building up the church. Now remember, this is not for your own benefit, even though you will benefit from using the fruits of the um the uh what's the word I'm looking for? The the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in your life, you will benefit and the fruits will be produced, but you're also going to help other people. So just put yourself at the service of the Holy Spirit. And you know, the problem is sometimes we just don't think this is real, right? Am I right? Sometimes it's just too fluffy. This can't be real. It's not, it's not gritty enough. This whole praying to the Holy Spirit thing, it sounds kind of wishy-washy. Let me tell you, it's not. And the only way you're going to really feel that for yourself is to start putting it into practice. Really turn to the Spirit. Invite the Spirit to come alive in you. Work hard to focus on the invisible kingdom of God, which you can't see, you know, which means you turn off the TV sometimes. You focus on the the reality of the invisible kingdom of God which is real, even if you can't see it. But give it a try. Ask the Holy Spirit to come alive in you and to really to use you as an instrument to further the cause of the kingdom on earth. And you're going to start to see doors open. You're going to see people come to you. Sometimes it takes time. It's a gradual process. But the Holy Spirit has given each of us different skills that we can use to build up the kingdom, all right? And we just got to start using them. So that's the deal. And again, I want to remind you that I will not be doing a podcast tomorrow, Friday, but check out the uh, the podcast of the Gary Zimak Show, and I'll be, I'll be talking about Pentecost. That should be available sometime Friday, I think usually mid-morning or early afternoon. And also, if you're able, don't forget the My appearance on Morning Air on Relevant Radio, that's tomorrow, Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. So, hope you'll be able to catch that. Again, listen, do me a favor. Please pray for me as I head out to Wisconsin this weekend to speak at St. Patrick Parish in Whitewater, Wisconsin. And I'm going to be speaking about the Holy Spirit. I could use your prayers. I'm going to be praying for you. And uh, I'm just grateful that you and I know each other and we're able to hang out together on this program. And again, I'll be back on Monday, God willing. You have anything, any needs, you can always email me at Gary at following the truth.com. All right, I'm gonna run. Have a wonderful evening. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, three simple words. Come, Holy Spirit. Get used to using those words, especially over the next few days, as there's a lot of emphasis on the Holy Spirit. And just wait till you see what the Holy Spirit does in your life. All right, have a great night. God bless you. Talk to you next time.